Here's some bonus content. Okay. Okay. This is my last question. Okay. Great. Yeah. yeah. So, do you have any questions for us, you know, professionally, personally? Um, we can include Celeste into this conversation. <laughs> do you have questions for him that you've been wanting to ask? <laughs> wow. Yeah. A special uh, segment here. And come join me at my mic. You can use this one. No worries. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Questions to ask you. Oh, anything. Or... I mean, you can ask them questions. Yeah. You can contribute to this conversation. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Because it was different for her. Oh, yeah. Being somebody supporting someone who was going through depression and OCD. Yes. Mm. There's something and... called uh, residual anxiety, which also is something I feel that people should know about. Mm-hmm. Because like... Um, like it's very it's important for everyone to know how to support like their loved ones who are going through something as serious as mental illness because you can't fix them and even if you love them a lot you don't have the duty or the obligation or even the capability of saving them and that should never be like an expectation that you have on yourself so um it's important to like first recognize that there are people going through mental illness like that is and it's very very but like quiet it's very it's the silent it's a very silent journey and sometimes they don't want to share it because they don't want to be judged or or like you know like wrongly or unfairly thought about when they're just trying their best so the first thing is that we have to acknowledge that that exists and then the second thing is to know how to like be there for them like holding space for them is something i like to we've discussed before holding space is 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 such a delicate art because she's way better at it than me i'm I'm still learning i'm I'm slowly getting better Uh, (laughs) but yeah it's it's, that was a scoff (laughs) yeah she's like oh no you can hold no no holding space is not just for people who are going through problems it's for anyone yeah. your loved ones your relationships your parents your sister brother anyone it ties so, into the whole mm-hmm. conversation about being logical and you know, yeah and emotional yeah so holding space is this concept of um how you let that person air their feelings and emotions without having that affect your own emotional state because oftentimes when for example if maybe Shrey yeah. I, he's he's done something to hurt me. For example, okay, yeah, he's done like, something to hurt me. I let's mess say, up and do a, I make a mistake, <laughs> which I do. I you know what sometimes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, let's say you mess up, and then I I come to him with like the pro- the feeling of the problem, yeah. right? Like, and I vent it out. Yeah. So holding space is when he is able to let me vent it out to him without feeling judged and without or having hurt. that yeah affect his state because yeah. then his energy will affect mine again, yeah. and especially will, if I never intended to hurt right mm-hmm. it's so easy again when people like we were talking about when people yeah. think of you in a certain way yeah. which you don't intend how do yeah. you hold space for them to express exactly. how they feel exactly uh, it's a difficult thing to we do we can share the article master. with you actually yeah, like yeah for, for anyone space. out there who was, who's listening and yeah, then um, the it's good it's good because it helps it helps with your own personal relationships but um, holding space is really important especially for someone you love who's going through mental illness because they it's like it's not that the more support you give them the better they'll become there's no there's no like proportionate um, yeah. correlation with any of that it's not related to how much effort you put in how much like more you're giving and how much little you're expecting of them it's it's more like you you have to be okay with like the concept of them not being okay and not being okay for a long time Mm -hmm. and you have to accept that like that is your only job to do sorry the only Mm -hmm. job to do is to accept that and then to just be there for them and to to i would say like like listen and come from like a judgment-free um position and then 
just know, let them know constantly that they are loved. Like, that's it. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to expect, like, you don't have to see if they are not getting better, right? It's not your problem. It's not your fault. And it's not yeah. your problem to fix. And once you fall into that yeah. web of guilt and shame yeah. and then... That is actually the last thing they uh, need also. Yeah. They don't want to hurt it their... Harder. It gets harder for them to get out of it because they don't want to be hurting or bringing their loved ones down with, like, to feel what like they're burden, going to... Yeah, to feel like yeah. a burden. That's, like... So... You can't, like, you just have to be, you know, take care of your own mental health first, you know, like, be happy and, and find and your I own things. And I think just in, in general yeah. in life, just, you know, when yeah. when you have an inclination to do something that people don't want to do, or people are generally afraid to do, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's acting or something out there, then you must expect you must expect that people won't understand you sometimes. Mm-hmm. You must expect that you are going to be different, and so... You know, it's easy to compare yourself to the norm and then judge yourself and feel like, oh, maybe I'm like if I'm an actor and I compare how much I'm raking in monthly to a friend of mine who we have done the traditional route and is at a starting level paying job. Some months I would feel terrible about myself if I were to consistently do that. Right. So you have to recognize if you're going to do something unconventional and different, why are you doing it and protect your mental health and your spirit mm-hmm. by by not being so harsh on yourself mm-hmm. and holding space for yourself also <laughs> yeah. right um and for the people you love around you who might tell you otherwise or yes. who might you know uh, want you to try something else yeah. um, so you have to be mindful of that i also realized that it's it's also a choice like and the choice happens like in an instant it's mostly the struggle we have is mostly just realizing when we can choose like having the awareness to know that we have a we have the power to choose in this moment how we want to feel mm-hmm. so that i i realized in the past few months that like if like i've i've been feeling like a lot of uh, emotional downs um and anxiety and having all of that in the past few months but like I think I had this realization where it's happening. Yes, you can't change that, but you can. There is this split. This this little moment, right? This little zone where you can real. You realize that you don't actually have to feel what you normally would feel. Mm-hmm. You can be like, okay, law, <laughs> and then like laugh, and then like okay. <laughs> Let's go. Like, <laughs> and then just go and do your own thing after that. Like, yeah. you can actually get yourself out of it very quickly. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take, like, uh, a long time. It doesn't take a lot of energy. It just takes a little awareness. And yeah. to build that muscle just takes some practice yeah. to remind yourself, and you know? Especially practicing gratitude. Yeah. That helps so much. Just just be thankful for whatever is already there. Yeah. And it can be the little things. Like, you won't even realize that yeah. there's so many things to be grateful for. Yes. And they're all around you. Yes. Um, you know, being able to have your mom caress your hair. Mm-hmm. You can be grateful for that moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, just little things. And the more you build a practice of like being grateful of that for that, then when all these rejections or little things that that are upsets in your life. Yeah. There's so much more you can rely on and be yeah. happy for. Your life is huge. Yeah. Life is huge. Like, I, I do this personal practice. I don't think I've told you this before, but I do it, this personal yeah. practice where, still like... learning after six years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. still... I do this personal practice where, like, um, I'm just in a state where, like, I I am grateful for my, my body itself. Like, I'm walking around and I'm like, I can walk, you know. Like, I can jump if I want to do. Or, like, I can I, f- I can right. feel everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like... 
it's so simple and it's it's just something that nobody thinks about on a daily basis mm-hmm. but if you ground yourself and you keep practicing like starting small starting small like what what do you already have you have hands you have you know you have the ability to feel as you move through this earth or this all your experiences you have the ability to perceive and to feel mm-hmm. so have that like wash over you and those feelings are really renewing and then move forward through your life with that feeling yeah it's like it's just very very small practice very easy to do just just be aware yeah. i think everything starts with like a little bit of awareness humility yeah. with like empathy all things go down to like having that awareness about yourself yeah yeah and it just takes practice not everyone is good at it because they just haven't realized that they have this to work on mm. but it's not like any one of us is an expert. We just keep practicing yeah. until we are good and enough. Growing, yeah. figuring it out. Good. We find a way for ourselves, you know, a system. Yeah. I am very proud of both of you. <laughs> it just sounds like from the PhD so gro- student. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much growth happening for both of you. Thank you. Yeah, even for you, Chiba. Thanks. <laughs> and so. Like in our relationship, this is yeah. something we we strive towards because. You know, people say like being a soulmate is like you, you have to make each other better, right? Mm. But I think what we we have constantly tried to inculcate within our relationship is that not only must we you know make each other better, but we have to together be better for the world. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Like our union and our relationship, we have to shine brighter together um, with our lights, whatever it is, to yeah. just make the world a as much better as we can. Yeah, even in our small community, even in our family. And I think this friends. applies to every relationship in your life too. Like yeah. when you when you have friendships or business relationships and everything, like how can you together become better than you are without? Mm-hmm. So I think that is also something, you know, if you're just in life when you interact with people and you, the more you give in that sense, the more you will get. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I fully believe in that as well. Yeah.